to WrestleMania! Yes, hello everyone. How's it going? What's the crack? My name is Michael and welcome back into a brand new episode of the Mclav podcast, the WrestleMania episode for WrestleMania weekend. Now, I'm sure many people listen to this, like myself, were big into wrestling when they were younger. Um, You know, loved it, watched it all the time, because I know I definitely did. And then sort of maybe faded away from it, got away from them, and... For others, it never faded. For others, they stayed the course right through. Still watch it religiously to this day. But one thing that never faded, one thing that I don't think ever will, are the songs, are the absolute tunes, you know, the wrestlers' entrance music that they used to come into the ring to. And um, that's what this podcast is all about. This is the best WWE, now strictly WWE, because... My knowledge doesn't extend outside of that one company, at least for now. (laughs) Anyway, the best WWE wrestlers entrance theme songs. And before we get started, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. As always, wherever you are, however you're listening, whatever you're doing. This episode will be released on Sunday morning, Sunday the 3rd of April, which means last night, if you're listening to this at the time of release, last night, the first night, of WrestleMania has already taken place and tonight will be the second night. As most people know, WrestleMania is now, well, seems to be a two-day event. So we'll just get straight into it. As I said, thank you so much for listening. And we've got we've got quite a few songs to get through. Um, now, it'll be slightly different from the, the St. Patrick's Day podcast where in between each song I was sort of giving a bit of a spiel, giving a fact, you know, all that sort of, you know, having, having a yarn... But for the most part, whenever I put up on Instagram for about this, I wasn't asking for anything other than just song suggestions. And it's made the list quite extensive. So I've about I've 16 here that I'm definitely going to play. And then I've maybe three or four, possibly five honourable mentions that I might play, depending on how long this runs on. Because, uh, yeah, <laughs> what I learned in uh, compiling this playlist is that... Um, Entrance songs are not short. Um, most go on for four, some even five minutes. So for that reason, we'll not be playing the full length of all of them. And sure, you don't hear the full length of all of them on, on TV, on the broadcast anyway. You only really hear what happens when the wrestler is making their way to the ring. So I think that's enough spiel. I think that's enough introduction. And we'll just get straight into it. First song on the list... Burning My Light, the theme song for Randy Orton. The the old one, not the most recent one, the old one, just because I like it better.
Yes, indeed. The legend killer, the viper, Randy Orton, Randall Keith. Probably one of my favorite wrestlers growing up, if not my definite favorite. Um, I loved, loved just trying to RKO. You know, remember that there was a whole RKO to nowhere craze. Um, that was always fun, and then he used to have the pumped kick as well. But um, you know, for pretty obvious reasons, to stop doing that because it was just blatant that you know, booting boys in the head, <laughs> concussions were all over the show. Um. But as I said, it was one of my favourites, one of my other favourites, and one of my favourite wrestling moments come from this next wrestler at Armageddon 2008 when none other than Jeff Hardy, Jeffrey Hardy, won his first WWE Championship and this was his theme song. Yeah, that song used to get me absolutely hyped. And you know when he used to come out and fling the arms about and he used to have the sleeves and, and, and the face painted and yeah, Jeff was one one definitely cool guy. Um and you know, one that you you were never really able to recreate because all he was ever doing was just jumping off the top of things and doing flips. And if you tried to recreate that not in a professional setting, you were definitely gonna break your neck. Now Moving on to, without a doubt, the most requested theme song, 100%, and comes from someone who is definitely a lot of people's favourites, because at one point in time, he was the best in the world, and that is Mr. CM Punk. Yes, indeed, the theme song, the second career theme song for CM Punk, the first one obviously being uh, This Fire or This Fire Burns or something along those lines, which is in the Honourable Mention section, and if we have time at the end, we will play it. And, you know, you're saying, if we have time, there is no time limit, but I just don't like these to, to run on longer than necessary because um, that's when people start getting bored. Um, so we'll move on to the next song, and this is, let me see, let me get my list up. This is for Mr. Y2J. Break the walls down of Chris Jericho. Come on! You know I got ya! Yeah! One! Break the wall! Break 
perhaps one of the most dangerous um, backyard wrestling moves, as well, professional wrestling moves to try recreate in the backyard and was the uh, was the code breaker. Um, that definitely damaged a fair few boys back in the day, and you know, every single time we went wrestling in the backyard, and every single time it was either me and my brothers, me and my friends. There was always one incident that reminded us quite clearly, you know, this is why it should be left to the professionals. Either someone with a bloody nose, a, a cut face, someone falling, hurting their leg because they were jumping off the trampoline. More than one occasion. We were we we learned the hard way as to why this should be left for the professionals. But one thing that was uh, slightly easier to recreate, shall we say, um, one one of the the finishing moves, and it was definitely one of the more enjoyable to watch, especially live as well. I think I got to see this live twice, and it's incredible the uh, the build up, the getting the crowd involved, getting the clap, getting the chance going, and then. When Shawn Michaels hits that sweet chin music, you know it's game over. And that's why it was so much fun trying to recreate it. You know, you get the foot stomping, and then inevitably you'd either tear your hamstring or pull your groin or something trying to recreate it. But not Shawn. Shawn was good at it. And here's the theme song, Sexy Boy. As nostalgia-inducing as songs like that might be, and they're absolutely class, you know, whenever you hear that first bit, uh, and you just sort of get hyped, shall we say, um, when you actually sit down and listen to the lyrics of that one particular song anyway, um, very weird, very, very weird indeed, and um, hilarious nonetheless, but uh, I suppose that's just, as you know, you take it for granted whenever, you know, He's a heartbreak kid. It just has to be done. Now, I couldn't sit here and honestly do a wrestling, WrestleMania, wrestlers theme song podcast if I was going to mention Shawn Michaels and I wasn't going to mention this man. Triple H. Time to play the game!
That was one skill I could never master. The Triple H effect of how to spit. I don't want to say spit. How to spray water out of your mouth and make it go everywhere. And not only do it once, but after the first initial spray explosion, have have enough water saved in your mouth for the secondary one. Because you know the way he used to like lie back in the ropes and like <laughs> up into the air. And then he would do that really like intimidating stir into the camera and then do it again. I don't want to actually admit the amount of time I spent in my backyard practicing that. And also, incidentally, then, you know, almost choking on water that I'm trying to gargle for the 15 yards from the side of the house, which was, you know, the quote-unquote entrance ramp, onto the trampoline, which was the quote-unquote ring, and then bouncing off against the fence, which was the quote-unquote ropes. And then just spitting up water into the air and then just letting it sail into my neighbor's garden. And not having to care in the world after it. <laughs> I did that a lot. Um, But yeah, that's just, uh, that, that, that's, the, that's the standard that Triple H set. And, you know, I played Shawn Michaels. I played Triple H. Which means there can only be one song now that has to follow those two. And it's this one. Are you ready? Degeneration X. Tell us what to do. You think you could tell us what to wear. You think that you're better. Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down. Tell me what to do. You know who you're talking to. I am going to single handedly blame um, Shawn Michaels and Triple H and the WWE as an entity for causing repetitive strain injury in my wrists for the amount of times I crop chopped while listening to this song and not even so much just while listening to this song you know it sort of got a, a, a become a way of life that the minute anyone said anything that you even remotely disputed or disagreed with you just turn around and just hit them with a you know the, the dx chop now obviously that sound effect that you heard is isn't <laughs> isn't anything to do with dx that was me attempting to do a, a, a crotch what would i call it a crop chotch <laughs> a ch- a crotch chop is what I'm trying to say as you can see clearly it's been a while but uh, yeah just used to walk around doing that all the time and then used to do the pose you know whenever Triple H would stand up in front then Shawn Michaels would do his wee sit down lean over thing but uh, yeah DX were two menaces and a pain in Vince McMahon's side back in the day but uh, excellent excellent view and entertainment nonetheless and um yeah, that, that song, that, that entrance, that theme song is uh, iconic. Moving on. Up next we have... Who do I have? We'll play this one. This is Dave Batista's I Walk Alone. Stop this bit of danger 
Batista definitely had one of the cooler entrances. Um, you know, when he walked out and he did that sort of wee spin around and then almost proverb proverbially you know what I'm trying to say, shoot the guns and uh, the fireworks come flying up behind him. Um that was incredible. And the Batista bomb is something that I uh have I was gonna say been on the receiving end of not a professional one, but you know, just used to play wrestling with your cousins and your boys and you know if anyone was ever being, vo- like, I would never volunteer for this to happen to me, but I always just seemed to be selected to be the one that was just getting flung about. Speaking of flinging about, and this is a crazy segue, but you'll know what I mean whenever whenever we get there. Someone that used to fling themselves about the ring and look incredibly cool doing it was this man. Now, this is whenever I sort of realised that, you know, wrestlers are human, but also not because he just, the, the things he used to do in the ring were crazy. But whenever I learned that this guy was five foot nine, and that I, I, you know, I was taller than him, there was a point in my life when I realized that I was taller than five foot nine, and, you know, it made me feel like, whoa, I could be a wrestler. Turns out that obviously never happened, but this man was, and he was one of the best and one of my favorites. It's uh, Mister Six One Nine himself, Rey Mysterio. used to be devastated because as cool as the 619 was as a finisher it was the one that you could never ever you know recreate at home where were we ever going to get a set of wrestling ropes your trampoline was never going to suffice you couldn't do it you know in the living room it's the one motion in my life that i've wanted to complete more than anything and haven't been able to so uh thanks ray for you know ruining my uh aspirations no setting them and then you know ruining them yourself uh, another funny thing is the Rey Mysterio mask and the whole mystery you know how he never took it off um this is a complete tangent but it's hilarious we went to Spain uh 2009-2010 and for some um like you used to go down to the, like the disco at the night like the kids disco and uh for some unknown reason one night uh my brother Kieran Come down, and uh, bear in mind we're in Spain, we're on the Costa del Sol. Even late into the evenings, you're still hitting mid to high 20s in temperatures. And he wore a Rey Mysterio, <laughs> he wore a Rey Mysterio mask to the kids' disco. Much to the, the vast confusion of everyone else that was there. But uh, he insisted on wearing it, and it was just absolutely hilarious. And, and of course, when he took it off, he was just absolutely bucket and sweat. Because, of course... But, you know, you look back at all the family photos and there's us and, like, you know, people we were, were met, people we were friends with, and these big group photos of maybe seven or eight people. <laughs> and for some reason, Kieran's in the corner just wearing a Rey Mysterio mask. Don't know why I'm telling you that. It just felt like I had to get that out of my system and it's an image that will, will never leave my head simply because it's hilarious. Next song. How about that? <laughs> no more embarrassing stories. Sorry, Kieran. Um... <coughs> Pardon me. This one is, uh, well, compared to the rest of them, is relatively recent in the WWE. But when I say recent, I mean we're talking easily three or four years here still, anyway. Um, and I, I need to get the pronunciation of this right because he shares a name with an ex Celtic player, Nakamura. But I think the first part is Shinsuke, and I think the Celtic player was Shinsuke. Almost certain. So. 
This is uh, the rising sun for Shinsuke Nakamura. If you want to treat, now only if you want to treat, I implore you, if you have a few free minutes, I implore you to go on to YouTube and watch the first time this man was ever introduced to a WWE ring. That song was performed by someone, you know, standing in the ring or to the side of the ring on a violin and the crowd went mental. I mean, completely bananas. Absolutely lost it. And he, he comes in and he's just harvesting all his energy, like, and he's just throwing himself about the place in complete excitement and he's got this real sort of like buzzed look in his eye and plus he wears a gum shield which sort of like blacks out his whole mouth which is a bit spooky but it, it adds to the whole thing so yeah if you want to treat yourself you have a few spare minutes pause this go watch shinsuke nakamura's first wwe entrance and i promise you will not be disappointed now Someone who knows how to make an entrance and someone who in recent years made a re-entrance was the rated R superstar, Edge. I apologise that that is not the uh, the official WWE version with the uh, the whisper at the start, the, you think you know me, you know, that part, but uh, unfortunately it was only the Metalingus, the actual band that performs the song, version that I could find on Spotify, um, but yeah, that was always a great entrance when he, he, he used to, you know, stick his arms up in the air and do the wee thing with his, his index finger and his pinky and the fireworks would go off behind him. Pretty cool, and yeah, he returned. He returned to action there. Um, uh, two years ago, maybe. May might have been just before COVID. I can't remember exactly, but he came back and he won the Royal Rumble and everything, and was given a no go. Now, if you've noticed, I've been th I've been not theming, but I've been pairing wrestlers off throughout this episode. You know, we had Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and then I had, even though I didn't mention it, I'd. Uh, Batista and Rey Mysterio who were a tag team for quite some time and this next one uh, I know I've said this for at, at least two others maybe three songs that I've uh, played already today but this was one of my favourites Um, one of the ones that uh, you could sing along to as well I don't know Um, I don't know why I liked it so much but I just did this as I said I've paired it off this is Edge's brother Christian and this is his theme song Just Close Your Eyes 
Now, typically whenever I do these episodes where I'm playing a lot of music uh, and a lot of sound effects and stuff that I, you know, quite obviously don't own, I tend to keep it short and sweet. So apologies if throughout the episode you've been thinking, oh, why did you turn that off? It's because I don't want to get sued, basically. But that one was an exception. I let that one go a wee bit longer simply because I love it so much. And I was just being straight up biased. Tell you the truth, I was suiting myself because it's my podcast and I'll do what I want. And... This next song is also class. Some might actually say it's glorious for Bobby Roode. This is class. I was, while my microphone was turned off, screaming that. <laughs> yeah, again, that's another one that's relatively recent in terms of comparison to the rest of the songs that have been played. Bobby, I think it's Bobby Roode or Bobby, uh, it's definitely not Roode, it's Roode. Uh, and Glorious. And it's one of those ones that you just belt it out, enjoy it, and for some reason it, like, it would motivate the hell out of you. Uh, a lot of people might actually disagree, but I'd put that on a gym playlist. Um fight me if you want this next one now the video for this one is hilarious it says on it official video but i don't know if it is because it just feels like such a meme i'm talking about hulk hogan and the real american video slash song and i've been getting i've been getting the the majority of these songs from uh, spotify 
I went to YouTube for this one because I couldn't get a decent enough version on Spotify. And the vi- this video is just... First of all, obviously the whole point of it is to be patriotic towards America and, you know, to really show love for the country. But it just, it's so funny. I mean, like, it's it's going to start off, you'll hear a bit of JFK's speech, ask not what you can do for your country. Or ask not what your country can do for you. Apologies. But then you go into the comments and it's just, it's chaos. I know this is a bit of a diversion before we actually play the song, but <laughs> some of the comments, let's just read through them real quickly. This song won the Cold War. Um, This should be our national anthem. <laughs> Hulk Hogan is like the Santa Claus of the 4th of July. And then someone references the part in the, uh, in the video where Hogan lifts the old USSR flag and just headbutts <laughs> He headbutts it and then proceeds to the wave the Star Spangled Banner, the American flag around the ring. Um, so someone says, "I am Japanese." This song is the American national anthem, right? And it's just absolutely the video. After you you've went and um, you know you finished watching Shinsuke Nakamura walk into the ring, head back over to YouTube, watch this Hulk Hogan, real American, and this is what it sounds like. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. That part obviously wasn't played, you know, in arenas, but this was. I am a real American, fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American, fight for what's right. I waited to watch because I wanted to watch the video again. Quite, <laughs> this has to be a joke. There's no way this is the actual real video. This is Hulk Hogan playing, <laughs> playing the guitar at uh, like all the U.S. landmarks. So there he's at Mount Rushmore. There he's on a like a naval carrier. There he's at the Brooklyn Bridge, the Twin Towers. The Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. Uh, it was. Just <laughs> I feel like I've been bamboozled. You know, there's no way that that is. That's the real video, but if it is, it's absolutely genius, and I can't believe I've never seen that before. But uh, the song itself, and Hulk Hogan himself as as a as a character, is is on un- is unbelievable. I mean, I, just the other day I watched the WrestleMania, thirty. Um. Like the the opening sequence, uh, where it was Hulk Hogan, and then in come Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, whose song we heard at the very start, in the uh, the sort of modified intro, and then of course uh, the man who loved to just interrupt everyone else's sentences, doing what the Rock is cooking, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, as I was saying.
is indeed the most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't think there's anybody that could, could or can captivate an audience, hold their control quite as well as this man could. Um, I mean, just recently, I mean, he's still getting the same gimmick where he gets to stand in front of a crowd and speak into a microphone. That's how good he was. He just recently did the Super Bowl. He did the team introductions for the second time in like as many years. So I'm wondering if the NFL has him contracted into some sort of gig where he just year on year appears at the Super Bowl and introduces the teams. But the song, of course, the iconic, the intro, the 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 brass like the brash nature of it, of where it just it cuts through. No matter what's playing, if it's someone else's song, if someone's talking, if there's silence, if there's a build-up, as soon as you hear that, if like uh, if you smell, blah blah blah, the, the the place goes wild, and he had some great, you know, sort of like pops, like comebacks where he'd been away for a while, and then it sort of got overdid for a while, you know, once he did it more recently. I say recently, we're talking still the last ten, fifteen years. He started to do it right and regular, and then it sort of the appeal slightly died off, but um, yeah, still, still one of the best. And speaking of the best, and saying as it's WrestleMania weekend, I uh, have saved the best to last. Now we've a couple more coming up after, but they're just honorable mentions, and we'll just run through those briefly because, as I said, we don't have time. To play them all. But you can't talk about WWE. You can't talk about WrestleMania. And you can't talk about theme songs without this. The Undertaker. The man just recently inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. It's difficult to describe. First of all, you cannot describe the history of the WWE without this man, and that's the essence. That's the that's what a Hall of Famer should be. If you can't tell the story or the history of a certain entity or thing without someone, that person belongs in the Hall of Fame. But it's difficult to describe my experience of being a WWE fan, my childhood of being a WWE fan without bringing this man up in every possible sentence. He was there every week, every WrestleMania, and when the streak was broken, it it genuinely felt like, now this is going to sound really deep, but like a part of me was broken. Now I don't mean that, that deep, like that much, but what I mean is like you felt it and millions of people around the world felt it and watching him hit the tombstone and just his all around presence and (laughs) he used to practice you know rolling the eyes into the back of the head it was just it was crazy and he used to terrify the life out of me whenever I first started watching wrestling and then I would have went back and watched all the old clips from, from the 80s and the 90s my god he had a I can't remember who it was against, but he had a casket match against someone where he actually come awake inside the casket, and that thing gave me nightmares. 
for literally months after I watched it. But how how could you do an episode like this and not not mention the Undertaker, not mention this song? So we've come to the end of the main list. And as I said, I have a few honourable mentions that I want to skim through. Just because either someone sent them in and I want to do my best to read out everything that was sent in. Or it's a song that I love personally. Um, So two that I don't have loaded, loaded the play. uh, Ted DiBiase, The Million Dollar Man. And Dusty Rhodes, The Common Man Boogie. Two songs, two suggestions that were sent in. I also have the, uh, I don't have it here, the Undertaker's uh, other song for whenever he was the American Badass. And the first one that I will give you a snippet of that I do have is the alternate Triple H song. This is the King of Kings. Behold the King, the King of Kings. typically used at Wrestlemania's and and big events so there was that then there was also CM Punk's alternate song This Fire was Punk's first one and as I mentioned earlier Randy Orton's more recent one and this one will go with the man from County Wicklow Mr. Finn Baller Now, this one does take a bit of a while, so what I'll do is, I'll skip end it. Just a bit. You know, sort of move things along here, Finn. Don't have all day, kid. Also, a request for Fight, Kevin Owens' entrance theme song. Uh, I don't have it loaded or saved in this playlist, so I apologize for that. Just making sure I don't, I haven't missed anything before I play the last one. And uh, the reason I'm playing this last is simply because I wanted to include it. I love this wrestler for so long. Um, and I know it sounds like I, again said that about just about every single person that's come up, but. This one, this is the last one, and this is from The Miz. And I'll probably just play the episode out on this, to be honest. Uh, So, yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll end it here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed the songs that were played. I hope you enjoyed WrestleMania weekend. If you want to keep up to date with the podcast, you can do so at the McLove Podcast on Instagram. And, yeah. Here we are. Here's I Came to Play by The Miz. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode. Good luck. I came to play. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. I came to play.